Hey, Batwoman podcast listeners, this is Rachel. Just a little pre-opening before you get into the episode. So as you may have noticed, we've been MIA for a bit, but we have recorded all of the character spotlight episodes before closing out season zero with Batwoman premiering this week. Who's excited? Um, instead of releasing them as three separate episodes, we thought it'd be easier to combine them as one packed episode. So while these were recorded after different times for all intents and purposes, this is counted as one episode. We hope you enjoy it and that you will tune in. Kitty, kitty. Oh my gosh. She just stepped on the keyboard. We will tune in for season one when you go full. We go full time with weekly episodes covering the newest episode of the show. We hope you tune in and be sure to live tweet with us on Sunday at at Boba That Woman Podcast. Bye. first of our character spotlights um, their miniature episodes talking about the characters and things about them that we want to see on the show we're spotlighting them but um crazy idea right crazy crazy <laughs> well crazy. first of course we have to talk about our batwoman news um there was something that came in the news uh the last couple days oh, man. and uh I'm jess really can you tell us about no, everything that's happening so, if you are going to New York City Comic Con, and by that I mean if you bought your ticket approximately five to seven months ago when you had money, not me, <laughs> you can go on Sunday, approximately four hours before the Batwoman episode airs for the people of New York City, and go watch it four hours early. What? I so mean, I think cool. There's, there's also going to be like a panel. There is also a Q&A. Um... Who knows who will be there because they said they were bringing the cast to San Diego Comic-Con and we didn't get the cast. So my faith in them is very small. But if you are in New yeah, York and you happen to have the <laughs> tickets, you can go see, apparently it's a Q&A that features Greg Berlanti. Oh, my favorite. And the other producers of the show, <laughs> along with Batwoman stars Ruby Rose. And the other characters of this show. I mean, Greg Berlanti might be my favorite out of the top three, though, at this point, honestly. Greg Berlanti, we're counting on you. Me too. We, we need you The to, others have failed us. The others... Greg... I'm not going to name them. Greg, if you're listening to this... They know who they are. You're my favorite Berlanti. You're my only hope, Greg. Greg... <laughs> Greg Juan Kenobi? <laughs> we need to... Okay, we need to... Please? Anyways, um... Huh? 
The, oh, that's the only like news. Get sued, Star Wars. Yes, yeah. Please don't sue us, Star Wars. I, I yeah. J.J. Abrams, you're my second yeah. only hope. After Greg Berlanti, <laughs> there's a, there's a pecking order. And Disney. Disney's not a person. <laughs> yes, it I is. mean, not an alive person. He can't be my hope if he's dead. This is not a Disney podcast. This has been a very depressing podcast. No, it's not. The moral of the story is if you are in New York for NYCC. We're a little bit delirious. You can go to the see the Batwoman thing early. You can go see the episode yeah. a couple hours before. I mean, you know what? That might be your best choice. Because if you're at NYCC, there's no way you're going to go home after a full day of con and be like, you know what I'm going to watch? The Batwoman pilot. After a full day of con, you're probably staying in some Airbnb in New Jersey and you're hearing strange noises from next door. You're not going to be like, let me go ask these people if I can borrow their TV to watch the Batwoman pilot when you could watch it four hours earlier I mean, and see our only hope, Greg Berlanti. That's a, a valid take. So anyways, if you're in New York, you should go check it out. Um, once that happens, we'll have real news, though, because after that that very exclusive moment of you and Greg Berlanti being in the same room watching the pilot together, we're all going to watch it four hours earlier. Please. Yeah. I don't want to know about your weird Greg Berlanti <laughs> fantasies, ma'am. Ma'am, this is not a writer's room. <laughs> this is a Wendy's. <laughs> Anyway, we're going to move on and actually talk about important things now. Oh, no. Can you sell the plastic? After I throw this piece of plastic towards a cat. Oh, my God. Dear listeners, it went about two inches. It is just not a good piece of plastic. So, okay. anyways, anyways, we have real things. Our character spotlight on Alice. Alice, in case you didn't know, is the main Batwoman villain from the comics. Um, she is known as Batwoman's Joker, if you because, wanted to make that comparison. Because everyone needs a Joker. Just like Superman's Joker is Lex Luthor, and Wonder Woman's Joker is every man that's ever existed. You know, we all need our Jokers. It's not just every woman, though. Let's not get into this. <laughs> anyway, oh, yeah. the lovely good. weather we're having. Thanks for the update, Cardboard Melissa. Okay, so Jess, would you like to tell us about the origins of Alice? Yes, all right, Alice, otherwise known as Elizabeth Kane, because if my name was Elizabeth, I would change my name to Alice as well. Add thoughts, oh man. Um, she is the daughter of <laughs> Jacob and Gabby Kane and the twin sister of Catherine Kane. Catherine Kate Kane. Catherine is being Kate Kane. But I really feel like if at some point, some like, sexy woman trying to seduce her is like, oh, Catherine? What's the point of her full name being Catherine? Well, her stepmother is also named Catherine, but with the C, so... Yeah, so that's like Katie and Katie. They sound completely different when they're spelt different ways. I'm just saying someone saying <laughs> Catherine might invoke images of her, step her stepmother, and she might not like that. You know what? I always, when I'm getting hot and dirty with the ladies, I'm like, oh, please say my stepmother's <laughs> names. I don't even have a stepmother, but I get one just for this occasion. So, anyway. Um, Elizabeth Kane, Alice, she basically has the same background as Kate Kane, which is like military family moved around because fun fact, they're twins. Typically you're living with your twin unless this is like, I was going to say sister, trap. sister, and that's not the answer. Parent trap is the answer. <laughs> I mean, 
I guess sister sister also works. <laughs> right, sister sister was a good analogy. We've all seen sister sister. Okay. I think. Let's keep going. Um, back to Disney again. Anyways, in the cane, Kate's sister. In the comics. In the comics. Kate's sister and her mother were kidnapped by terrorists while living in Belgium. Kate was the only apparent survivor, except Elizabeth lived. Dun, because dun, dun. you always need an evil twin. <laughs> in the Batwoman series, we see a different origin. That's as much as we're going to go into that. I like how in the notes she, she allows me to have, it says, no details. Like, I have the details. Way for you. Friends, <laughs> in approximately a month, at New York City Comic Con, four hours before everyone else, you too can have the details. And you can tweet me and be like, oh my goodness, like, I just saw what happened. Can you believe they did that with her backstory? And I'd be like, oh my god, me too. Can you believe Batman was like a little beat like that? I believe myself, so it's fine. Um, and I'd be like, oh my god, same, 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 same. And just no one would know because we're four hours earlier than everyone else. And that's what you would get if you go to New York City Comic Con and see the Batwoman screening with Greg Berlanti. Um, but if you don't, like so just know that I cannot give any details, but it involves Batman and how Kate becomes Batwoman. Yes. Because everyone knows when you have a traumatic life experience where your evil twin maybe dies, you have to become a superhero. That's just facts. That's why I'm not a hero yet, guys. I'm going to If uh, you have to, you have to get a sibling. And then I, I being the, whatever the bad guy is in this. Mimi, maybe you have a secret sibling. I, sure. being the rainy, stormy night, will come and steal your sibling away. Oh no, yes. Too. And then, then they'll be gone and you'll be like, oh no, now I must become a, Mimi, I'm giving you this. You're going to be a superhero. Thank you. Thank you. You just I have to it. acquire a sibling somehow for me to kidnap. Okay. It's cool. I'll find one. Thank eBay. You. Um, <laughs> eBay. What else we know? She is styled after Alice from Alice's, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. That's the full title. I looked it up. I was like, ma'am, it's just Alice in Wonderland. She doesn't need to have adventures. <laughs> We've all seen the Disney movie. We all saw what weird drug trip that small child was on. Like, we've been there. I mean, that's not even controversial. She was definitely on drugs. I've been to Hot Topic and seen the merchandise. Like, I know what this is. We all know Alice in Wonderland. So personally, if I was picking an Alice in Wonderland character to style my villainous persona after, would be that weird caterpillar thing. The treasure cat? No, the caterpillar. Oh, the caterpillar. You know that? Okay. You know the caterpillar. Yeah, yeah, no, I do. I do. Who's like... I was in a production of Alice in Wonderland. Smoking his... That's why. Tea leaves, you know. Yeah. As caterpillars do. Love smoking tea. <laughs> Anyways, she is not the first Gotham villain to take a name from Alice in Wonderland. Um, there's also the Mad Hatter. Who's a Batman villain. Who is a Batman villain. Because Batman gets the men, apparently. I mean, that's how that works, yes. Do we, what, what are the female characters there in? Is the Dormouse a woman? No, I think it's a man. I'm going to Google this. I don't know if Google's going to have that answer. Alice and Wonderland characters. Oh, thank you, Google. Um, I guess the cats The Queen of Hearts. Yes, the Queen of Hearts. Alice. Alice's sister. The Red Queen. I was not there. The White Queen. Alice's sister. A vital female role. I feel like I played a Duchess in the production. And and hold on, hold on. The real the real female Alice in Wonderland character you should style your villainous persona after? The sheep. 
Could you imagine? <laughs> it's me. Look out, Batwoman. Tis I, the sheep. Batwoman season two. <laughs> Excuse me, Batwoman writers. I want at least four iced coffees out of this brilliant idea I've just gifted you. Okay. So that's all I've got. That's all I'm allowed to speak on. It's Mimi's turn. Mimi's turn. Hi. All right. Yes, Mimi, tell us about more things about Alice. Cool. So we got this lovely thing called the Religion of Crime, which Alice became the high priestess of the Religion of Crime, an old secret organization that follows the world of, cri of, of the crime bible on lessons on deceit, greed, lust, and don't forget everyone's favorite thing, murder, also known as the Dark Faith. I forgot how great that was and that she's the high priestess of crime because she's cool and catchy and shit. What are you? I'm the high priestess of crime. Awesome. Anyway. <laughs> they literally call them the, the crime bible so you know they're just very I, I'm actually yeah. you know I'm Jewish but if I was going to choose a different religion it would be the crime bible <laughs> I just feel like if there was ever a bible to read tis the crime bible the yeah. bible of crime I feel like that's a valid Jewish opinion <laughs> thank you, thank you. <laughs> would you like to continue Mimi uh I can. In comics, they have a base of operations in Gotham, Metropolis, and Bloodhaven, spanning multiple main DC superhero sagas. Because, you know, why not? A linear crime. Gotta have it spread out relatively everywhere, but not really at the same time. You know, base. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Alice took over 13 Gotham City covens and used them to try and kill everyone in Gotham City. You know, like people do. I did air quotes under covens because I can help myself being the pagan Jew in this group. Um, <laughs> Allies included Darcy the Leap, Intergang, and Vandal Savage. Why not? Vandal and Savage? Religion of Crime Vandal hmm? Savage? Yeah. You know, that bitch. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna have to leave that out, <laughs> baby! <this> <laughs> That's why I said that B earlier. You gotta, you gotta well, censor we could, it. We could just take For the children! The Jess McCallan attitude Oops. is where you just not say the word that's gonna bleep, so you're just like, just stop being a whole. <laughs> oh, that's not bad. That. We need to bleep that. I'm so <laughs> listeners. I am not a whole. I'm so much more than that. You're fully really uh, realized, pre. Thank you. I know I only read the part of the crime bible about lust, but I'm also the part about greed. Oh, just wait deceit till... and murder. Just wait till you hear about the House of Lilith they were offering. Oh my. Wow! I just read ahead in the notes. Mimi, continue. I have jokes for this. <laughs> okay. Attempts to unknowingly teach the public their teachings through a book that defuncts the hoax of the religion of crime, written by a professor who later killed by his wife in an attempt to increase the popularity of the book by making it look like the religion of crime had sought revenge. She was captured by the question. That's fucking sucked. No, damn it. Damn it. Oh my god! <laughs> Can you stop taking lines from the crime bible? We're so bad at this, well. The swear jar! Cardboard Melissa comes in with the swear jar. It's not really Next jar. time you walk in, she's gonna I'll just Venmo you guys a couple of swear jar. Thank you. Uh, Thank she you. was captured by the question, who I liked from Justice League animated series, so that's He was good at He was quality. Wait, I think that was great. What happened? The, qu the question! question. <laughs> they were cool and had no face. Um, operation of a House of Lilith brothel that was used to convert people to the religion of crime and or blackmail them. Renee Montoya is central to the storyline that resulted in the house being burned down. 
Gotta hug the girl. Anyway, you're, okay. You're Jewish opinions. Dun, dun, yeah. Dun. So we all know about Lilith, and if you don't, you're not Jewish. But if you are, I don't think you know. Basically, before Eve came around, Adam had a first wife, and her name was Lilith. And she was a top. And God didn't like that. So he said, no more tops for you. You're a demon. And made Eve to be like a nice submissive bottom, because Adam was like a switch, but he needed a bottom. Um, so my rabbi would have hated me just describing it like that. But basically, <laughs> what I'm hearing is Renee Montoya... Burnt down the house of tops? That's basically what she said. Ma'am, are you that much of a bottom? <laughs> and that's my joke. I like it. Very good. Okay. That was worth the wait. <laughs> Thank you. I saw it. I was like, oh, I got this. So we were, we were just talking about the religion of crime in the comics. Um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about Alice in the comics. So one of the defining features of Alice in the comics is that she speaks pretty much only in quotes from Alice in Wonderland, which is really wild. Um, she's seen doing this on the trailer in the video when she is talking um, in front of City Hall and she's talking about the crows and all that good stuff. However, in the trailer, she's also seen as talking to her henchmen in normal language. And I believe there's the clip where she's on the phone with Jacob and she's speaking normal things. So... Like, I don't remember what's in the trailer. I've seen the pilot. I went to San Diego Comic Con, and you too can see the pilot four hours before it airs with Greg Berlanti. Well, well, Joss, would you like to share that they established in the pilot that she does not only speak in quotes from Alice in Wonderland? I could. You could? But you just established it. I did. So they don't need me to. I mean, it would think it would be very difficult to write a villain storyline only using quotes from Alice in Wonderland. Because so. the CW is weak and won't do it. Gotta man up. Gotta step up to the challenge, Greg Berlanti. So, after um, Elizabeth Kane was kidnapped by the religion of crime, according to some comics, some that's not entirely sure which actually kidnapped her, some that just says terrorists, others says religion of crime, they, she was believed to have died, and because of this, she lost her sanity and reinvented herself as Alice. You, you know, know, as you know, one does. What makes sense is a Jewish woman being kidnapped and forced to read a Bible. <laughs> We've all heard those stories. The Bible of crime? Someone, someone on Twitter just said that crime Bible should be pronounced like creme brulee. <laughs> and I really think we've been missing out on the best joke for the last 16 minutes. So from now on, we must refer to it as the creme brulee. Well, now I have to make creme brulee when we're watching the pilot. And I have to be like, oh no, the lust, the deceit, the murder. Murderous creme brulee. Okay. She was kidnapped and forced to have the creme brulee. Poor Betty. Lilith could see her now. Okay. That's why she's a top. So when Alice is leading the religion of crime, one of the things she does is she kidnaps Colonel Kane, otherwise known as her father, um, who recognizes her but was too dumbstruck to do anything. Classic man. Um, yeah, in my notes, I wrote that with the question mark, and then I said parentheses useless men, because that's pretty much what we're getting at here. So she's kind of wild in the comics, not going to lie. She kind of revealed herself to Batwoman when they were, um... She revealed that? She was saying, you have her father's eyes after she stabbed Batwoman and then jumped out of a plane. As, as one does. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so, um... Yeah. Focusing on that loss of sanity, you know, that's, um, that's a thing people do. If you want to read this in the comics, it's all there. It's very entertaining, honestly. Really if you was. know how to read? So that was wild. Um, Kate later tested her blood against Alice's to confirm that she was her sister. 
Kate believed that she died after falling out of the plane because that's a thing that happens to people. But a body was never recovered, and obviously if it's in the comics and a body was never recovered, they're not dead, especially when this has already happened with this person. Like, this is just facts. Really? If there's no body, not dead. And the true crime podcast. Finally, <laughs> our last fact tonight about the comics is that in the New 52, she eventually, she doesn't come back from the dead, but she, you know, she shows back up again, and she takes on a new identity as Red Alice and becomes a hero. So she's now switched to a different character. If you remember our fictional female characters in Alice in Wonderland Guide, she has now combined the Red Queen and Alice. Which, if you watch those movies with like Johnny Depp and like Anne Hathaway, we don't encourage watching things with Johnny we Depp. We don't, but I just couldn't remember who else was in these movies. That's valid. Other than Anne Hathaway. Um, I but feel like Helen Bonham Carter. Yeah, she was the queen. She's right on your screen. I know she's on my screen, but I couldn't remember her name other than the Sweeney Todd lady. And I didn't want to say the Sweeney Todd lady. Look. Bellatrix would be disappointed in you. Ma'am. This is a house of witchcraft. This is a Wendy's. (laughs) This is not a Wendy's. Anyway, she becomes a combo of the Red Queen and Alice, which totally was also that thing that happened in that movie. So I really think the new 52 writers just stole the plot from that Anne Hathaway movie that we all watched. As one does. Okay, so now we're going to have a bit of a discussion about Alice and things that we would like to see from her in this first season. I really want to see her eating a creme brulee while reading the creme brulee. (laughs) That would be a choice. Um... So what do we think of Alice as we've seen her so far in the trailer and somewhat very limited to the pilot? Jess, would you like to speak? I think you want to speak right now. Evil ladies hot. Send tweet. So that's what you think? No, I like when I would have real thoughts, but really my real thought is like evil ladies hot. Um Pilot Decent Alice Best Part. Oh, actually, that sounds bad, because someone we're going to talk about in yeah. a future week, I like as well. Um, But she's, like, up there. You know, you really need, like, a good female villain to sell me on a show. Not just a good villain, like, a good female villain. You give me a man villain, I'm like, why am I here? Season but a Legends good... of Tomorrow. Yeah. Any, any Le- Legends of Tomorrow season that wasn't evil Nora, like, I'm just like, why are you here? And then I got good Nora, so I was fine. For now. Thanks, not Greg Berlanti. Um... <laughs> Greg, you've still never done anything wrong, and you can Number save everything. One. My man. Well, he did do Riverdale. Oh, no, but I like Riverdale. <laughs> Ooh, I we'll do that another hot day. take, hot take, dear listeners. I think Riverdale's not the worst CW show. Yeah, we'll see what you say after they harvest your organs. You know what's the worst CW show? <laughs> I can't say it on air because another podcast about it, and they would find me and murder me. <laughs> but it starts with an F. Anyways, what do we think about Allison that we've seen from the trailer? Mimi, Rachel, they they are, they're going to find me. I'm so sorry. Would you like to, would you like to talk, Mimi? I can do it. I can save the moment. Go for it. I think because I love Rachel Scarson, I'm going to continue to love Alice, even though she's a psycho person. Because I'm trying to not swear now. She's a psycho witch and I love her. I'm going to say it like that. She's a psycho witch and I love her. Because she's as sassy and crazy as the comics we've just discussed her from to be. Both trailer and pilot. Done. Bam. Great. Yes, I would agree with that. I think she has 
a very good portrayal as basically losing her mind, but also still like being a criminal that makes like plans that make sense. So that's like normal villain things. Please get, do not make me look at that. So <laughs> never mind. <laughs> Just no, we're not talking about that. Stop it! <laughs> She's showing me the BTS things. Oh no. <laughs> okay. I, I'm trying to talk. Can I say a thing? Yes, please say a thing. Say a thing. Please. I, for the next bullet point, it says, What would you like to see Alice do on the show? Yes. I want stop. a bunch of tea parties. I want sketchy tea parties and messed up warehouses. I want tea parties in a in like a Gotham graveyard. I just wanted to be as extra and gothically morbid, despite it being an Alice theme. But also tea parties. I want them to do the tea party thing, and, like, I just need it really badly. And I want as morbid tea names as possible, because there's a thing called Dead People Tea in a D&D podcast my boyfriend listens to, and I'm like, I need Alice to be as extra as possible, and be like, hey, Kate, here's some Dead People Tea, and just, like, make it look super sketchy, because, you know, reasons. Is that the... I'm like, I've seen Hannibal, I know how this ends. Yeah, right? I think it would be really hilarious if every time she kidnapped someone, she made them have a tea party with her. And then they yes. die. <laughs> Hello, welcome to your death. I was yes. like, I read the question of, what do you like, what would you like to see Alice do in the show? And my first response was me. And then I was like, you can't say that, but I said it anyways. <laughs> um, well, now that that joke's been made. <laughs> I know we can't have more than one gay person on a show. Well, she has to have a love interest. I mean... Obviously, sorry, my bad. I know we can't have more than one gay person in a family. Yes, continue. <laughs> but I think she should also be gay. That's my hot take. I mean, they're twins. So. Why, you ask? Because, oh, their twins made me think of, like, Jamie and Cersei, and that Stop just felt it. really bad. No! No, no! Didn't we already discuss this? We're not shipping Alice no, and that's, We're not sad. doing it. They're it's siblings. not a thing. I just can't through this whole thing. Don't do that. Please don't do that. Please don't do that. Okay. Of all the things not to do, anyway, the crime bible says no. Let's let's move on. What you would you soothingly rubbing my back? <laughs> no, I was trying to get you to move away from the mic. The crime bible doesn't <laughs> like that either. What would you like to see happen between Kate with Alice and their father? Do you want to see what, her reveal to know, Kate? After what we just said, that sounds even worse. <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> what would you like to see happen between Alice, Kate, and their father? Please just know that these were pre-written questions, care, friends, <laughs> friends, listeners. listeners. These were pre-written questions. Dear readers, I'm scared. <laughs> Ma'am. I want... <laughs> I want Kate... <laughs> When things get revealed, to look at her dad and be like, wait, did you figure this out before me? Why didn't you say something? And be like, uh, reasons. And like some insanely lame excuse that he's going to come up with because just like his comic counterpart, I feel like the dad of the show is going to be equally as useless. Yeah, I can see that happening. So, who has a good dad on TV? Like, Only Iris West. Just her. Yeah. So, I think Arrow... The Arrowverse in general has pretty much established the trope that, you know, your villain's only good for a season. Um, but we see, we did see Black Lightning kind of not go with that when they kept Tobias around for more than one season. And Alice is such a big part of Kate, Kate's character. Do we, do we think she should stick around for more than one season? And if she does, do we think we should see a redemption arc from her? Or do you want her to go out evil? I know what your answer is too, is that, that is Jess, but. What is my answer? You want her to go out evil. Do I? I mean, I. Mm, because maybe. my favorite character. 
on DC TV as a redeemed villain. Yeah, that's valid. Here's the thing, dear listeners. If they go out evil, I get the hot villain for one season. If they get redeemed, I get one season of hot villain. One season of conflicted, do I be good, do I be bad? And then approximately five episodes before they're written out. So thanks for that one, Philip. But, you know. We're not bitter. We're not bitter. Greg Berlanti, I trust you 12% more. Don't let me down. 12%. Gregory. Is it Gregory? What's Greg short for? Uh, I feel like I established this before. Generally Gregory? Greg Berlanti. Oh, that's not how you spell Berlanti. Okay. Um, it's short for Gregory. Yeah, it is short for Gregory. His face, face is just so friendly. He is very friendly looking. Okay. I'm like, I think it would be really interesting to see a redemption arc, and if she tried to kind of get into the hero game, I don't know if that's the direction they're going to take. Let's hope they want to be to Google. Wow, that that is something. If if you want to Google Greg Brzezinski. So um, my computer auto-corrected Berlanti to Brzezinski, and Jake Brzezinski is someone on YouTube who shows you how to style your beard. So he really, has a very large beard. I think that would have been better than looking up Greg Berlanti. I've chosen a new Greg. Someone else please answer the redemption question. Okay, um, I think that would be interesting. I don't think it's going to happen, frankly. I think she's going to get either written out like... Um, like Rain at the end of Supergirl, was that season three? Season three. So she's just kind of like going off and her own adventure, not necessarily dead, or I guess maybe dead. Who knows? Mimi, what are your thoughts? I like her to come back in like three or four seasons, speaking positively, <laughs> just because it'd be fun to be like, hey, I got to push you out of the plane. Surprise! Still not dead. I'll... So I'm kind of attempting to be a good person, but I also cream brulee. So you know, murder on the side. Cream brulee. <laughs> good person. With Gonna the get of that murder. good crime bible. Me from the south, learning about crime in my crime church, my church of crime. Please stop. With my crime bible. Please stop. If you're from the south, I'm so sorry. I was just in Atlanta, and all I can do is make fun of people from the south now. Anyway, I think that's the the wrap-up of our discussion on Alice. Is there anything else you guys would like to say before we sign off? Yes. Creme brulee. Do you have anything, Mimi? Or or creme brulee, if you want to say it as poorly as I just say it again. (laughs) You gotta gotta end it on... Creme brulee? if you're listening to this, tell me how you pronounce crime Bible. <laughs> it's very important. It's the only thing I care about. You need to tweet all of us. You all, need to tweet all of us tweet, how you say it. Tweet, tweet the Batwoman account and just tell us, like, send us a video of you pronouncing crime Bible. But terribly. And I promise you, I will laugh. <laughs> and that's worth it all. We should tell them what our Twitter handles are. Our Twitter handle! Yes. Bum, bum, bum! You can find the Batwoman podcast at Batwoman Podcast. I know that was a shocker. Whoa, you can? Yes. If I type it in right now, I'll get the Batwoman Podcast? I hope so. Me too. <laughs> I don't know how to spell. Let's see if I get it. Um, you can find me on Twitter at Canary at Law. Mimi, where are you? Morgan Scene 17. 
Awesome. That's a mouthful. Jess, how do I find you on Twitter? Please tell me. I'm Pliny's. With two E's. What? No, no. (laughs) With an I. (laughs) Ma'am. Ma'am, this is 79 AD Pompeii. There's a volcano coming down. I need you to respect my chosen name. I'm about to go towards the volcano with nothing but a pillow to protect me. Because, man, when you see a volcano, you just run towards it and be like, what's going to happen? That sounds like something you do. And then maybe you die and your lesser cousin, son, nephew, that's what you call them. Okay. Pliny's the younger, writes a letter to the emperor of Rome about the explosion of the Pompeii volcano. And he says, my dumbass uncle ran in towards the fire with a pillow. WTF, man. And the Roman emperor replies, LOL, I'm gay. As one does. And that's why I'm named Pliny's. Please find me. I think we need to sign off now before we all lose our minds. Stay golden, (laughs) pony boy. Have fun. This has been the Bad Woman Podcast. Welcome to the Batwoman Podcast. It's I, your host, Jess Plinnies, here with Rachel Eiley and Mimi. And also, as always, our most important co-host, Cardboard Melissa. She watches over us majestically in the night. Anyways. I'm just saying, if I woke up and nothing was watching over my bed. <laughs> I, so I once had a cardboard cutout of Kristen Stewart that I stole from a movie theater because as who doesn't? Does. As, as one does. It was my yeah. birthday and I deserved it. Um, That's how that works. And I had it in my sorority <laughs> house because I was in a Jewish sorority because I'm that Jewish. Oh my God, she's Jewish. And we used to hide her in people's beds. So when they came home after a night of sorority eating, sorority, <laughs> having, you know, throwing it down at a frat party, you're there, you're coming back and you're like, sorority. Your outfit, you know, it's it's probably like CEOs and office hoes as a theme. So you're there in like an office hoe outfit. Do you speak from experience? I do, I do. You know, you wear like a blazer and like a bra. It's office hose. So you're coming home and you open your door. And like normally, normally cardboard Kristen Stewart like looked out our front window. So when drunk guys try to like knock on our door and be like, hey, is like the president in? I want to get some female rights. He'd see cardboard Kristen Stewart and, like, leap away in fear. But, so, like, she, when she was gone, when you stumbled home, you know she was somewhere. And her, like, go-to hiding places were in the bathroom behind the toilet and inside someone's bed. And so you'd go to, like, the big bathroom that we all share because it's a sorority house. And you'd be like, okay, she's not near the shower. She's not near the toilet. She must be fine. And you'd, like, go stumble into your bed and, like, you pull back your sheets and you're like, oh, I'm safe. But then somewhere in the house you'd hear someone scream. Because Cardboard Kristen Stewart was in their bed. So honestly, we're lucky Cardboard Melissa stays in the living room because that's a fear I now have. Okay. And if that doesn't explain a lot about me, I don't know what does. Thank you for that illuminating story, Jess. On that note, we're here to talk about Luke Fox. It's another character spotlight. Yes. All right. 
So we are going to talk about Luke Fox, one of the main characters in Batwoman. He is a very central part of the plot. I think you will recognize the kind of He's the he Cisco. plays. And the Felicity. And the Felicity. And the Gideon. Basically. And the Win. <laughs> and the, does Black Lightning have a annoying tech guy? Well, they have... The white guy. What's his name? Oh, oh and the guy. white guy! <laughs> I can't remember his name. <laughs> you know what I mean, though. The white guy. Yeah, you're right. The white guy from Black Lightning. You know. Like, like, the guy the who's white not Charles, but is Giles. The Black white guy white from Black Lightning. This is terrible. <laughs> oh, that's, no, that's just Tobias. No, oh my god, that's, like, not not Tobias. That, that's not what I meant! His name's like Tarby or the, something? The white Gamby. old guy. Gamby! Gamby! Gamby. Gamby. I didn't come up with this on my own. I want you guys to know that. Luke Fox is the Gamby of Batwoman, which sounded really terrible. <laughs> yeah, a little bit. Um, or the Win, or the Cisco, or the Felicity, or the, oh, I just, I can't say that on the air. No, please don't. Nope. <laughs> I'll post it in our group chat. Anyway, so, <laughs> well, you're about to talk about the comic origins. Oh, wait, um, I have to talk about how I am. We're going we're gonna to talk about... I just miss Felicity so much, you guys. Gonna talk about Luke Fox um, and a couple of his different comic origins and the storylines that he's played. He's not that huge of a character, so he doesn't have a whole lot. But we're gonna talk about everything there is about him, basically. Everything. We went to DC Wikia, which, as you know, is a legitimate Wikia. <laughs> See. See, that was sad, man. I just... Well, I'm glad you didn't say that on the podcast. Miss Felicity sometimes, guys. I hope Emily Bett is doing better things. I hope we have, like, a copy of her that we can I was going to be like, who's the who's going to be their new tech person? And then I remember Curtis exists. <laughs> Boy! Not, not what I was going for, but okay. No, but, like, okay, in the future... This is an Arrow podcast, but, like, who's their future tech person? William? I guess. He's too gay to be a tech... Oh, Curtis is gay, too. <laughs> Oh, shit. Oh, my God. Anyways, this is about Now we just need Mia to be gay and we'll make the full trio. It's, honestly, I need a full... What? Mia's not tech smart. Yeah, but she's full She's No, but, yeah, no, but she's, like, she's a Sarah Lance. She's obviously a bisexual. She's a bisexual. Oliver dumbass. Where William is a full gay. I've watched Arrow. This isn't about Arrow. This is a Batwoman podcast. Yes, we're going to talk about Luke Fox and his comic origins. Luke Fox is the son of famed Batman tech guru, Lucius Fox. You oh my. in, like, a movie or It something. makes sense now that William's a tech person because he's, like, the stepchild of Felicity, and obviously you inherit the ability to do tech from your parents. Yes. That you're not That's that why person. I don't know anything. That's why I can't work at television. Um, oh, is that why? I can't. Anyways... As we all know, we've all seen Lucius. We've all watched the Harry Potter movies. We totally know what I'm talking about. Every guy named Lucius is actually the same. Every guy named Lucius is the same. Lucius Fox. um, Lucius Malfoy. No, this is... I was going to be like, was played by Morgan Freeman, but now I'm imagining Lucius Malfoy played by Morgan Freeman. And Harry Potter just got ten times more interesting. That would have been so valid, yeah. J.K. Rowling, please retroactively go on your Twitter and be like, actually, my dream casting for Lucius Malfoy was Morgan Freeman. That would be the only valid thing J.K. Rowling can say on her Twitter. The only good thing she's ever said. <laughs> oh, dude, and one of the adaptions, the guy from um, Ghostbusters played him. 
Uh, you no mean the, the one that we're going to talk about? Oh, man, I skipped ahead. <laughs> IMDB, you betrayed me. All right. Luke Fox, despite, despite graduating MIT, same university that Felicity Smoke and, I believe, Lena Luthor went to. Dun, dun, dun. Well, I mean, Lena was on another earth. Doesn't matter. All Lenas look the same to me. What? And another earth, really, in like three months, that's not going to matter. Despite graduating MIT with double majors in business management and engineering, can you even major in business at the Institute of Technology? Can't you only major in tech things? I mean, business sounds boring enough for them to have it as a major. You're right. Luke initially does not want to work for Wayne Enterprises. Valid. He does, however, want Batman's attention. Not valid. And takes to cage fighting. What kind of person goes to MIT and then is like, you know what'll get Batman's attention? Cage fighting? A whole dumb ass. <laughs> a whole... A whole. <laughs> his father did not approve. You know what? If I poured whatever... How much does it cost to go to MIT? A lot. How much does it cost? Google, how much does it cost to go to MIT? I typed in Michigan originally. This is just, whoa, whoa. How much does it cost to go to Michigan, Justin? A year, a year, it costs $48,000. So you multiply that by four. Four, eight, zero, 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 X, four, means his father spent $192,000, and then his son went to do cage fighting? Yeah, I'd be mad too. I'd be pissed. <laughs> Especially because his father knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman, and the best way to get his attention would be working for Wayne Industries. Right? He's like, Dad, I'm going to go fight in this boxing thing to get the attention of Batman. And his dad's like, you have a business degree, son? What do you think that's going to do for you? So. So he goes and he cage fights, and Batman does see Luke. Because I guess Batman's watching MIT grads He's cage fight. everybody, everyone knows that. Batman is always watching. He's like Santa. He knows when you've been naughty. Except his bats. Except his bats. I'm just imagining him on a sleigh. But instead of reindeer, it's giant bats. That sounds terrible. You know, like, you know, you ever played Pokemon as a child and they have, like, those those weird blue bats Can with I the giant mouths? No, this is not about you being, no. We left the crime Bible behind last week. This is about... Golbats? Meaning, yeah, it's Golbats. Yeah, I knew you know this. So a sleigh, but all but all Golbats. I wasn't allowed to watch Pokemon. It was too secular. <laughs> it was, and it had evolution. It gave kids seizures in Japan. That was uh, the ma quality thinking. Ma'am, I got a seizure in Chicago looking at a fan. Didn't you have a seizure as a child? It was in Michigan. Whatever. It's not the point. <laughs> the point here is, Luke was recruited by Batman to become the new Batwing after the former retired. Retired? Yeah, he did actually retire. He didn't die? No, he I'm retired. Proud of him. I looked it up. <laughs> so Batman, at this, dear readers, again, I grabbed this from the DC Wikia. You grabbed it? Rachel grabbed it. I'm just reading it for the first time now with you all. Batman sends him to be, air quotes here, Batman of Africa, under Batman Incorporated, which Luke disguises from his father by calling it a, air quotes again, 
year-long trip to the motherland. Now, when I took one of those, we called it birthright, and it was really yeah. to recruit me for military service. But I digress. Everything is Sit. Well, this is actually really video. similar. This is actually really, really similar <laughs> to what happened to Luke. Wow. He was a college graduate, took a trip to the motherland. Some great Jewish parallels going on here. Man, he could be an honorary Jew, except he didn't read the crime Bible, so can he really? <laughs> Requirements for Judaism. Anyway, <laughs> in the trailer, in the trailer, in the trailer, we see him working for Bruce Wayne and looking after his abandoned Wayne Enterprises after his Batman Bruce Wayne disappearance. So we can assume that he's already gone on his year-long journey to the motherland as part of Batman Incorporated. And he has returned with his two MIT degrees and his cage-fighting experience. And is now watching over an empty building. As one does. Yep. yep. I For know personally. Degrees, that's all you can do. <laughs> Once you have a degree in business management, really all you are doing is looking after an empty building. <laughs> because everyone's empty in their souls. We're all empty on the inside. Just Especially like the glass businessmen. of tap water that Rachel poured for me earlier today. I will throw this at you. Dear readers, I'm allergic to water and she tried to poison me. Yeah, Anyways, you heard that right. She's allergic to water. We're going to ignore that. His abilities include, Luke. Luke's abilities include... Business management, a valuable skill, disguise, which I'm a cosplayer, so same, martial arts, not specific, could be any, engineering, because, you know, he went to MIT, and tactical analysis. <laughs> you never notice that the word analysis has... Yeah. <laughs> it's so funny. <laughs> Anyways. Yeah. At one point, he starts a relationship with Barbara Gordon, because... Who hasn't she dated? She's um, like slut shaming much. The Huna of Gotham. They don't know what that means. If they and you're not going to tell them, it would be funny. You're not going to tell them. Anyways, get um, into K-pop, then you'll know. Apparently, he likes torrenting movies. Why is that a fun fact? <laughs> Who doesn't? It was he, listed, and it felt appropriate. He, he went to MIT and got a business management degree. You think he can afford to buy movies? Remember when I went to that interview where I was like defending people who download movies and it was the guy was like, Yeah, it's pretty much all porn. And I'm like, oh, this I mean, is fun. My, my mom would approve. My dream <laughs> job is actually becoming a lawyer just to defend people for downloading porn and I'll be like, What did you what are you watching? And they're like, What happened? They're like, Oh, it's that Ricky Whittle video on Pornhub and I'd be like, Oh man, I know we've all watched that, but come on, my dude. Ricky Whittle <laughs> I went to jail for Ricky Whittle. <laughs> I actually met him and then he told me about his video on Pornhub, so I really feel I like that's Anyway, we Mimi, can edit that part out. Mimi, would you like to talk about a different version of Luke that we've seen? That Jess almost yes, brought I'm up. Talk about I'm sorry, I'm two... going under the table. She's like, I'm going to talk about two different versions of Luke because first one's going to be Luke in the Sarah J. Mass's Catwoman young adult novel for the DC icons kind of series, not series that DC did to make young adult readers read books, not just comics. That was my first introduction to Luke, and I thought it was precious, because he, in that version, was in the Marines, he was also a vigilante, he was a boxer. When he was in the Marines, his entire team was killed, and he wasn't able to save them, leaving him with PTSD, and had him discharge. When he came home, he had a 
bunch of panic attacks, one of them being at his family's for the July party when the fireworks went off. And due to that, his dad and Bruce reached out and they're just like, you're gonna, you're gonna just train with Bruce now. And he was like, hell yeah. And then Luke became Nightwing. Uh, yeah, Batwing. Sorry, Batwing. Wrong, wrong, wrong. Bat family member there. He became Batwing and he had a thing for Selene Kyle and they were precious because they were bonding over the whole, oh, we're sort of kind of rich and we're also fighting crime, but also we're cute and hot 20 something year olds. And like, they help each other with their different PTSDs and their family issues. It was a cute young adult novel. That's precious. I love she was really precious. <laughs> uh, and PTSD. Like, it was a really cute book because Saturday Mass is a massive Catwoman fan. And now rereading her other, like, Third of Glass series where there's a bunch of Catwoman references I just did not pick up on until I read the Catwoman novel. I was like, oh, things make sense now. I am slow. <laughs> uh but to go off of the lovely notes that Rachel put up for us to read, in the D- DCAU? DC what? Animated Oh, DC Animated. Yeah. The DCAU! Yeah, you slow comment? DC Animated movie, Batman Bad Blood. Luke does not want to work for Wayne Enterprises because he's got to go through that phase in his life because you either want to work for Wayne Enterprises or you don't. I guess that's your only two options. You the only jobs in Gotham are Wayne Enterprises or no job. Capitalism. Yeah, right? I love America. <laughs> land of our own. Stand beside her and guide her. I love um, American. Um, um, American. Amer- American? <laughs> If only there was a crime bible to guide us in these trying times. Yeah. I'm America. Erica. <laughs> you would get that if you watched Danger Things Terry. I'm scared of nightmares! Aren't we all? <laughs> anyway, Mimi, please continue. Anyway, yeah. Um, until his father was nearly murdered and Luke discovers Bruce's secret slash finds his dad's tech for him, Luke steals the latest bat suit in true superhero style, great point, and dubs himself Batwing, because that's what you do. You steal the suit, you rename it, and you're like, this is mine now. Yep. Uh, he's a critical fighter, both physically and intellectually, so I guess Sherlock Holmes style. In Batman's fight against Talia Agul's League of Shadows, and they're playing hypnotized world leaders in the majority of the League of Shadows, because, you know, it's cool like that. And Luke has a world club, was a world club, boxing before becoming Batwing, and Batman chains him in other martial arts fighting styles, because that's what pros do, I guess. Yep, basically. Alright. Yeah. Glad we've established this. Do we have any thoughts about animated? Did you want to share what you discovered earlier about this movie? Who Lucius Fox was played by. <laughs> Jess has a mouthful of caramel, so she can't talk right now. Who was he played by? I'm challenging you to say this. <laughs> um, in this animated movie, Lucius Fox was voiced by this guy that was in Ghostbusters. And that's as much detail as I'm going to give you. He's at every con we go to. He's just there. And he always has a long line. And I'm like, are people really that big fans of Ghostbusters? Are you going to tell them what his name is? But now I know. No, I'm not going to say his name. I already closed that window. No, it's not. It's right there. Oh, it's right there. (laughs) It's the tab next to the one you're in. Thing is, man... I always thought they were lined up to see him for Ghostbusters, but they're actually lined up to see him for this Batman movie. The animated one. Yeah. It's Ernie Hudson. I knew that. 
Oh, he's like, who names your kid Ernie? Is that short for something? Like Greg short for Ernest, Gregory? Maybe. Wait, Yvonne Stravowski stars in that too? Dang. Yeah, Ernest. Ernest. Voice? Ernest. Who names their kid Ernest? Could you imagine, like... <laughs> he was like, born in 1945. No, but could you imagine someone, like, right now birthing a child and be like, oh, Ernest. And then, like, <laughs> I have to go, like, teach this, like, four-year-old how to write their name, and their name's Ernest. And I'm like, man, you're going to get bullied the rest of your life. I mean, I definitely... <laughs> Do you ever think about, like, babies, though? Like, have you ever seen a baby named Karen? Like, I definitely had a friend, have a, have a friend, who gave birth, like, three days ago, and they named their kid Atlas. Atlas? Oh, like, no. Atlas Shrugged, like, that novel? Like, an Atlas? Yeah. No, like, Atlas. Like... No, like, an Atlas. Like, Atlas Shrugged, that novel. <laughs> no, like, an Atlas. By the, the, the homophobe racist girl. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, I do. Atlas. The Greek, the Greek guy who lifted things. And an atlas. A book. Some, they obviously yes. clearly named it after the Greek person. It's not like I'm going to name my kid Mars and they'll be like, oh, after the bar, the Mars bar. And I'll be like, no, after the planet, you idiot. Like. Okay. You know, I was trying to think of something better, but I, I literally only could our, think of Our Mars. last version um, of Luke Fox that we're going to discuss is from the DC Rebirth storyline. Which, you know, where DC tries to switch things up, because they do that. Oh my gosh, so original. Oh my gosh, DC, you're so funny. I'm so glad you rebirthed this. So in, in the Renamed rebirth... her Karen again. In the rebirth storyline, Luke had initially put Batman on hold to focus on his company, not, not Bruce's company, his company. He apparently has his own company in here. But after, spoiler alert... Spoiler alert! Tim what Drake... Man? Died. Oh my, Tim Drake died? As Red Robin. That's because he's the worst Batman. Man assistant. <laughs> that's, that's a wide category, okay. <laughs> I, I was gonna say Robin, but then I said Batman, so I had to say Batman assistant. I mean, that's a lot more than just Robin. Okay. That's so, a real insult, Tim Drake. Drake died as Red Robin. So Batman called Luke in for his tech expertise, and he joins the new team of Batman and Batwoman. Batman Incorporated! <laughs> boom, boom, boom. And he's forming the, as tech support as Batwing. As tech support and battling. So during a He's the Curtis of this scenario because he's Mr. Terrific and he runs tech support. Or Cisco, because Cisco's also vibe. What does Felicity have? <coughs> Nothing but sadness and a house in the suburbs. And a crock pot. <laughs> and a crock pot! <laughs> At least Felicity has that crock pot! It's the most important character in season four. <laughs> The crockpot. The crockpot. Anyway, okay. As a good Jewish woman knows, you always need a good crockpot. So you during do. a League of Assassins yeah. attack, because in this version it's called League of Assassins, and the other one it's called League of Shadows. Same thing. They're um, the same thing? Luke is captured, but upon being freed, he managed to disarm a mini-nuke meant to destroy Gotham City. Um, I'm not sure how one achieves a mini-nuke. Is that just like a nuke but smaller? It's a nuke, but it's smaller. <laughs> When, I, when I'm discussing, when I'm thinking about a mini nuke, about him disarming a mini nuke, I'm definitely imagining him like clinging to a missile and trying to disarm it while it's flying through the air. Daddy nuke, do, 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 do. daddy nuke. Yes, I swear to God. Stop. Oh, sorry. <laughs> okay. Um, so yeah, he somehow he managed to disarm the mini nuke, probably not while holding onto it as it flies through the air, but he saves Gotham City. Um, he also helps t the Bat family take down the Penguin during a police chase. 
I don't know how that happens. This is just such a vital bullet point. Happens. At some point, could be any point. I he helps the Bat family. Okay. Could be any members <laughs> of the trying. family take down the penguin. Only one of those during what could be any police chase. Well, because this is Gotham. And an even better bullet point in the storyline that was known as the Suit of Sorrows. He help, attempts to help his friend create a new AI with both a benevolent moral code and a strength to resist a hostile takeover. Wait, I've seen this season of Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. It was called The Framework. It ended terribly. His friend <laughs> was not able to resist the hostile takeover. And after a fight, Luke figures out that his pro his problem, and he reveals his plan to base his new AI template on Batman. He's gonna build a robot Batman. That was the solution to his problems. Was I, whenever AI I look Batman. at my problems, I'm like, you know what would solve this? You know what would robot Batman? Because I just think I was like, who has a really healthish, <laughs> healthy conscience? You know, I, I never watched on? the um, Zack Snyder movie, but I believe in that one there was a robot Batman. Really? <laughs> wow. I don't. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe he put on, like, an Iron Man suit, but I remember seeing people complaining about a robot Batman. Wow, that's interesting. We're going to move on now. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, you know, that's a really, like, healthy thing to base your AI template on, <laughs> Batman. Apparently yeah, that worked for him. When I'm thinking yeah, healthy yeah. men to base an AI template on, my first know. thought is John Mulaney, <laughs> and then second, yes, Batman. <laughs> I mean, I feel like AI John Mulaney would be hilarious. But AI probably, John Mulaney would be the best AI. He would be hilarious, but he'd probably also be useless. I feel like I wouldn't matter. He'd be like... He'd be like, oh, no, I'm scared. I'm going to hide in the closet. No, he'd guide me, you know? He killed Princess Diana. <laughs> Isn't the mean? AI? Like, her AirPods! <laughs> John Mulaney's down the road. Oh, no, she has her AirPods. <laughs> John Mulaney! Well, People are going to listen to this and be like, just listen to Justin Rachel having a breakdown. And be like, I'm so sorry. <laughs> Obviously, building an AI based on Batman makes a little bit more sense than an AI John Mulaney. But I think bit. what the people deserve is an AI John Mulaney. I, I, I would see, I would, I think that would be valid. So let me just call up Luke. We online. need to tag John in this. <laughs> just tag him be like, we got you. We Special shout out. Jonathan, which I believe is what John's short for. I'll Google it. Don't worry, kids. No, I think his name's just John. Is John Mulaney not short for anything? Yeah, I think he's just John. Deshaun is usually short for Jonathan. Who births out a child? Rebirths the child. It's like, I'm just going to call him John, not Jonathan. Just John. <laughs> Why would you rebirth the child? This is what like happened the first birth. Because this is DC Rebirth. Didn't you listen to your Rebirths? Gosh, Rachel. That's the whole header of your section. We're on the Rebirth. I, I would just like the to second birthing. that there are a lot of people named John that's not short for Jonathan. If you're a John that's not short for Jonathan, please call me. I'm concerned. I'd like to speak to your mother. Okay. And your attending physician. We're going to have a discussion now. Um, we're going to talk about our impression of Luke so far based on the small amount that we've seen him in the pilot. What do we hope to see from him in the show? You know, you know, Luke is short for Lucas. Lucas Fox. I didn't know that, actually, because I did this research. <laughs> because no one births out a child and is like, or rebirths it. It's just like, I'm just going to call him Luke. What if when he gets older, he doesn't want to be so casual with his friends? I definitely know someone that's short for Luke. <laughs> No, you have to have a name that can be nicknamed because otherwise, like, how do the people that I don't like know that I don't like them? 
Like, obviously, all my close friends call me Jess, but all, like, the people I don't like call me, like, Jessifer. Like, she actually likes to the be full Jessie. Length. Everyone should call her Jessie. But, like, with two eyes. <laughs> yeah, J-I-S-S-I. No, it's... <laughs> J-E-S-I-S-I. Jessie. Jessie. Anyways. Colin, Colin up Luke. Um, my impressions so far from the trailer versus small amounts of plot. And it's his pilot, but okay. Ma'am? <laughs> I don't have my contacts in. You think I can read this? No. That actually explains a lot about tonight. <laughs> so. What do you think about him so far? I think that out of, out of all the people we listed that he basically is. <clears throat> I like Cisco, and I like Felicity, kind of. and I like Curtis, and I liked Win more than like Monel. Um, I mean, yeah. yeah. And I like Brainy, who's like the new Win. Yeah, Brainy's basically the new one. I really feel like Legends, the closest they have is Gideon, and like you have to like Gideon because she's a hot robot. I mean, that's valid. Um, I guess old Zari, who I like. I don't really like that white dude from Black Lightning, but like... Gamby. Gambit, whatever. Um, that's, that's the ship that Sarah Lance and Oliver Queen drowned on. Oh no! They drowned on the white guy from Black Lightning! God damn it, white guy. But, white men ruin everything. Could have held on, Oliver. If Why'd you, you just, have to let go? If you just let them both be on the plane. <laughs> just let them both be on the door. On the door! They would have all lived. Anyways, I, and I think... And then we never have to suffer through Arrow. Anyway. Statistically <laughs> speaking, I like the tech person. So I'm going to like him. From what I've seen, I kind of want to wrap him in a nice sweater. Mimi, please talk. I'm I scared. Luke, I think Luke is just a precious nerd boy because we haven't gotten a lot of him just yet, full trailer and otherwise, for reasons. And I look forward to seeing if we'll actually get him to be Nightwing, because for some bizarre reason, despite knowing we were doing this episode, my brain entirely forgot he was Nightwing at one point. Yeah. Not Nightwing. I keep going Nightwing. Batwing. 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 Nevertheless, he's a precious nerd boy. He deserves all the sweaters and good tea, and I need him and Kate to be, like, awkward friends, because Kate, I feel like Kate's going to just make him uncomfortable all the time because it's going to be fun for her and yeah. he's going to awkwardly be amused by it until yeah. my best friend who's like hey I helped you with your Apple TV and she'll be like why no I turned it on and she'll be like you know <laughs> yeah um, yeah basically I think it'll be interesting to see if he kind of evolves from a, just a tech person into like a tech person and a help superhero how long it takes him to suit up at this point, I'm thinking, like, mid-season two, but we'll see. You know, maybe he'll be suited up by the end of season one. Maybe it'll take longer. You know who never got who to knows? suit up before she was written off with her crockpot and her baby in the suburbs? She got to play on that one episode of Legends. To get murdered? Felicity? I'm not gonna Miss Smoke, call me on that. Thursday when I'm free so we can hang out on Thursday. on Thursday. Not if Felicity's calling me. <laughs> okay. Um, and I guess I will, I will talk about the last point is what do we want from his relationship with Kate? Um, I mean, I think just like a nice friendship going on, good teamwork bond would be there. Um, 
I feel like he would have really inter- awkward interactions with her father, and he would just kind of be scared around her father the entire time, and her father's just like, that kid's weird. I think that'd be really funny. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much all we have to talk about. Does anybody have any closing thoughts before we talk about where they can find us on social media? I tried to fit Kate yeah. Kane to the theme of Baby Shark and it didn't work, but Batwoman does work. Oh no. So just think about that. I won't sing it. I won't sing it. Please don't. Because <laughs> I just thought about Baby Nuke again. <laughs> baby Nuke do 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 Baby Nuke do 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 We're going to get so much hate. <laughs> I'm honestly, I'm so sorry, people. I ate a caramel during this recording and it just went straight to my head. I'm not allowed to have sugar. I once had a heart attack. It wasn't the sugar's fault. Anyways. Don't it's um, it on 8.53. So we're signing off. You Maybe. can find me on Pliny's. Or at Pliny's. You can find me on Pliny's. That's... Right on top! Of the old shirt dude. that says that. <laughs> I was like, this says Pliny's? Yes, I do, because that's my name! <laughs> Alright, Rachel, give us your handle. It's... Canary at Law. Mimi, your handle. Morganstein17. And if always you want to find us when we're all sharing one account, but only Rachel gets a notification because she won't give me and Mimi the password. That's not true. That is that that Batwoman podcast. That is patently false. Mimi, do you have the password to this account? Maybe, sucker. I don't either, but (laughs) you know who does? You logged in on your phone. No, I'm not. You logged out on your phone. No, because they all logged me out when, like, I was having trouble with the, the... Brandon shirt account. You told me that you turned off the notifications, which means you had the password. At the NCT concert? That yeah, was in which February. You had the password, which means it's your responsibility. Anyways, <laughs> my dudes, find us at Batwoman. And by us, I mean find Rachel. Batwoman podcast, not just Batwoman. <laughs> no, find us at Batwoman. Yeah, ask the actual Batwoman. <laughs> Be like, hey, I I heard your terrible baby shark singing and I would like you to be held accountable. These are my lawyer's numbers. And I'd be like, ma'am, ma'am, this is a Wendy's. (laughs) And that's all. (laughs) Good night. Good night. Coming to you live from a Skype call between three people. It's the Batwoman podcast. Tis I, your host, Jess Plinnies. And here I am with other people, including... Rachel Eiley. And... And... Me. There we go. And also, as always, our weather correspondent, Cardboard Melissa. (laughs) She is a mute, but she's a very... uh... She's always... Very good contribution to this podcast. She's... She's You know, have you ever seen those rocks that, like, that white people have? And they're like, the rock tells you the weather. If the rock's wet, it's raining. If the rock's covered in snow, it's snowing. If the rock's moving, it's a windy. Oh, you mean rednecks. Not just all white people. Yes. No, I meant rednecks. I meant rednecks. (laughs) I feel like cardboard Melissa's like that. Like... A redneck? (laughs) 
No. If she's wet, she's it's raining. If she's dry, it's because she's inside a house with central heating and air conditioning. If she's cold, it means we left the air conditioning on. If it's cold. We don't have central air. I don't know what you call the thing that's an in air conditioning window unit. I don't have an air conditioner. I don't I know. know what you call that. It's because your life is sad. Cardboard Melissa just wants us to know that today's weather is partly cloudy and cool. And the air conditioner's off because you turned it off. The air conditioner's loud. I know. The they don't want to hear the air conditioner. I know. I wasn't, I I wasn't just, protesting. Imagine you're listening to this podcast, but in saying, the background there was like a noise. I, I was not protesting this decision. <laughs> That's the sound of an air conditioner. I was not protesting. It's the middle of winter. We don't need an air conditioner. It's Cardboard Melissa says it's the middle of winter. Don't you trust the cardboard face? Okay. Anyways, in case you were tuning in and you're like, what is going on? Are these guys still terrible podcast hosts? Yes. The we're trying yes. our best. The answer is yes. <laughs> Um, we're here to do another bum 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 character spotlight, but this is a double feature. Two and fun. It's like when you go to see Rocky Horror Picture Show, but before you have to see whatever else comes first, because it's always like a double feature. What's the other feature? It's the only way they're going to get you to come see it. <laughs> well, you know when you go to a drive-in movie, but you really just want to like Stop. have some light hand-holding in the back seat, but first you have to sit through the first movie. That's a horror movie, so your girl gets a little scared and she hops in your lap ready for that good hand-holding. And then the second movie's like... Can we move on from an this An old place? movie, but you're in the backseat holding her hand. That's the kind of double feature this is. And you're like, we're going to grow old together. Cause and she's like, yes. You talk about that while you're holding hands with your girl in the backseat? That's... I mean, I don't really talk much you with my girl. You said old movie, when it was a joke. But she, you're holding her hand in the backseat. You're not really talking. You're just... Holding on to each other. I don't know. You're... I don't take girls to drive movies. Well, you clearly never held a hand. We gotta fix that. <laughs> Anyways. I was raised very Christian, okay? I don't hold hands. That's a lie, okay? Just so you know. That's Holding a lie. hands was too sexy. You know who can't hold hands? Cardboard Melissa. Two of my friends from high school literally kissed for the first time on their wedding day, okay? That's horrifying. Yeah, I know. I know that Wait, Cardboard what? Melissa and Cardboard Chris Wood did way more than kissing before their wedding day. I'm glad we've established this. <laughs> anyway, this is not about, so about Cardboard Melissa. <laughs> this is about Sophie Moore and, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down, Jacob Kane. We're doing a double feature where me and Mimi will talk about the cool gay character. And Rachel will talk about the straight man. <laughs> it's just how the information divided up. <laughs> so, Sophie Moore, who, as we know, is Kate's love interest in the first season. Or as I like to call her, female Tommy Merlin. <laughs> Please continue. She is the girlfriend of Kate Kane during her time at West Point. Kate is eventually outed under Don't Ask, Don't Tell and resigns, but Sophie remains in the military and stays closeted like a coward. Uh, this, you have to talk about this is the New Earth plotline. Because Jess is going to talk about New Earth. Oh, yeah, I don't know how to read. This is the New Earth plotline. <laughs> um, you're good, you're good. Eventually, she becomes a colonel. I know that word's colonel, but I always want to pronounce it colonel. as yeah, I know. colonial. She's a colonial. She's a real George Washington type of fella. 
in charge of military college. You know, actually, when I think of Colonel, I think of... Kentucky Fried Chicken? No, 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 no. I think of the guy from Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> oh, no. Was anyone else ever a weeb? Do you ever read or watch Full Metal Alchemist? I'm Alchemist for the first time. We'll discuss later. Oh, you, you have to watch Brotherhood, though, not the other one. Brotherhood's the good one that's That's accurate. the one I'm watching. I'm watching yes. Brotherhood. Oh, my God. He was, like, the first man that did it for me was, like... The colonel on that show, but I didn't know how to pronounce colonel, so when I met the voice actor, I was like, colonel. I know, it was so embarrassing. But then um, he did the voice, and I was like, I really am a weeb. Fun facts, when I was researching this, uh, one of the sites had the information, and it was like, her achieving the rank of colonel is actually a military error, because you need to be in the military for 22 years in order to gain that rank, and I was like, wow. You know gays don't have to follow math. Do I care about actual military we propaganda? We gain things. Also, I definitely no, think I in not. Full Metal Alchemist, he wasn't in the military for 22 years. He's not that old. I don't think. Let me Google this. Whenever I see Colonel, I just think of my dad and his billionaire best friend because they have this thing about being Kentucky Colonels. It's apparently a thing. I don't know. It's not Colonel Mustard, but that's what popped up. Oh, that's the guy from Clue! Yeah, yeah, I know. Roy Mustang was only 32! Wow, I can't believe he was in the military since he was 10. He was in the military since he was 10! Man, I'm so glad I watched Full Metal Alchemist. I can't believe our show's become Don't you look at this guy? Doesn't he, like, the epitome of my type as an animated character, though? Yeah, <laughs> right? actually he is. He's tall with black hair. I mean, that's literally my only type for men. Vaguely evil-looking. Vaguely evil. He snaps and, like, creates lightning from his fingers. That's literally oh, that's the epitome cool. of my type. Maybe we should become weebs and just watch anime. This is actually a Full Metal <laughs> Alchemist podcast. I don't think Plus, the anime it's would it's taken us. this many episodes for you to all find that out. I don't think the anime would hurt us like Phil Plummer has. <laughs> I don't, you know what else is in this anime, though? <laughs> the bad guys are like the seven deadly sins, which brings us back. Oh, God. To the crime yes, Bible. It does. Dun, dun, dun. At our hearts, we are always the creme brulee. <laughs> it's not where I thought you were going. <laughs> what did you think I was going? You haven't watched Full Metal Alchemist? No! You don't know. In Full Metal Alchemist. I thought you were talking about the video from the concerts that we're not allowed to talk oh, about. Oh, no, we're not. To you. No, 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 no. In, in Full Metal <laughs> Alchemist, this guy, like, the, he, like, exchanges his brother's body at one point and puts his brother in a suit of armor, much like, if you remember last yeah. week. Yeah, I guess Testament. Robot Batman. <laughs> As one does. So, really, all of this is actually super connected. Batman. So this is actually a Full Metal Alchemist podcast. Batman's actually everywhere. He sees you when you're sleeping and he knows when you're awake. <laughs> Man, I need to go back. Sophie Moore. I hope the people listening to this aren't actually trying to gain facts because... You're not going to gain any. I'm sorry. I really tried. We've also already told you all of this information pretty much. The thing is, we definitely <laughs> have talked about Sophie Moore like 75 times. So. I know, but we needed to do a character spotlight on her. So really, me doing one on Colonel Mustang... Much more important. But if you're still here looking about Colonel Moore. Colonel Moore. <laughs> Stop it. Colonel no more. Oh, 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 wait. Another thing I read. No, wait. I'm reading the bullet point. Her nickname was Gimme because her last name was Moore. <laughs> no. No. I just Kate holding her hand in the back of a minivan while the double feature is playing. And she's like, oh, yes, Gimme, Gimme. <laughs> <laughs> this was terrible. I wish I didn't have this. This is an R rated podcast now. I'm so. I should have gone back to talking about anime. Yeah, she should have. We'll keep reading. <laughs> Sophie Moore eventually becomes a colonel in charge of the military college close to Gotham. Who would put a military college close to Gotham? 
people that want to see action. And runs into Kate. Whoa. Reveals she's engaged to her fiance, Maggie Sawyer. Oh, Cardboard Oops. Melissa just gave me a look. She said, I'm not allowed to talk about Maggie. That hurts her sister, Cardboard Alex Danvers. <laughs> you know what hurts me? After finding out she's engaged, Sophie tries to schedule a, air quotes, friendly lunch with Kate. But it never happens. It hurts me when people pretend to be Hispanic, but they're really just white. <laughs> Cardboard Melissa's gonna get you for that. You can't say that when God can hear you. I live with Cardboard Melissa, Mimi, okay? Mimi, keep I going. Cardboard Melissa's coming. I've accepted these consequences. <laughs> I swear to She's coming! Jesus. She's got she's a coming! Oh god, the heart. She's holding right. the cardboard. In the show. <laughs> the cardboard's moving, I have to feel it for Brooklyn. In the show, we see flashbacks to Sophie and Kate's relationship at West Point, and in the present, Sophie's working for Kate's staff security company. Shocker. Oh or my gosh. things we saw in the trailer. Yeah, I'm making this. like weird gestures. Uh, her abilities include acrobatics, firearms, multiple different styles of martial arts, including judo, Brazilian jiu-jitsu, eskerma, cool, new word, and wrestling, military protocol. And wrestling. <laughs> what? <laughs> I'm googling eskerma. And, uh, what, what is kind of... Eskerma is a Filipino martial art. Cool. They yeah, use umbrella. Was... No, wait, umbrella terms. I thought you used use umbrellas. That would be something. They, um. Um. Pedagogy. Oh, I thought you asked No, she was saying what yes, pedagogy she's... is. It's the method and practice of teaching, especially as an academic. She's a teacher. Oh, I knew oh, that. Fine. You could have asked me that, but I was just teaching a cool. Thank you. But I thank you. I now know what a skirm is. So thank you for both of those words. New words of the day, gang. And swimming. That would actually have been really useful for I won't say the character, but there's a character who really could have used learning to swim at one point in her life. Yeah. Maybe when right? she was like, Weird. I don't know. So on 12. The, the DC wiki, when I was doing this, it had like a, a asterisk next to swimming and it was like, swimming's a required course at West Point. So I think that's the basis for <laughs> swimming. <laughs> Everyone has to swim. Time to Google required courses at West Point. I was like, I'm glad this is uh, what we're basing her skills on. You know, that's when I want to hire somebody for my security company called the Crows. I'm just like, oh, did you learn how to swim at West Point? Your high school curriculum (laughs) should consist of four years of English, college, preparatory, preparatory (laughs) math. Two years of foreign language, two years of sciences, a year of U.S. history, calculus, and computer courses. Also are beneficial. She's, she's looking at all requirements to be admitted to West Point. You must be a U.S. citizen, age 17 to 23. You must be unmarried, not pregnant, and not under any obligation to support children. Well, that sounds like okay. That's that. Above That's average odd. high school or at college academic record and good story, scores on the ACT or SAT tests. You also must be able to complete the physical examination, which includes a 300-yard run, two minutes of push-ups, two minutes, a standing long jump, a basketball throw from a kneeling position. What the crap? Why would you throw a basketball from <laughs> and a kneeling position? That's in pull-ups. But I would just like to know, like, how far are we throwing this from? Is it like, oh, at half court? 
on your knees. You have to make this. Do you have this? to put it into the hoop or do I just have to throw it? Do I just throw it? it? Can I just throw it at you? I can throw a basketball while kneeling. <laughs> this sounds hard. I I'm going to Google more. I get one chance to take this test, so it's best to practice these exercises. Oh, I, yeah, I know you, uh, you really want to go into the military. I... I'm sadly too old to go to West Point. Didn't That's you leave? Tragic. No, I, I don't know how old you are. I'm above 23. <laughs> have you established And that? I have to be a U.S. citizen and not pregnant. I thought you were a U.S. citizen. We're not going to question the not pregnant <laughs> part of that. I'm not pregnant. Aren't you always pregnant, though? On the inside. Work out a baby. <laughs> anyway... Uh, also, to end up my point, her prime Earth origins are similar with her being Kate's roommate at West Point. They started a relationship, but when Kate caught, oh my Kate God, got, uh, uh, when they were caught, Kate decides not to out Sophie because she's cool like that. Oh, oh my, oh, oh my God, they were roommates. Stop! <laughs> Stop! I really want to figure out the you know, West Point friends. basketball throw. West Point basketball. Throw? Kneeling? I played basketball for like two seasons, and both of which I was this skinny little white child who was not very good at basketball. I'm going to mute my computer so I can watch someone do this basketball throw so I can see how far it's from. But the the kick, kicker was the first year I was the worst person on okay, my team. Okay, so he's kneeling, and he just hurls it! <laughs> oh my gosh, you have to be kneeling and hurl it! One-handed across the length of a basketball court. Wow. Who I can do that? that? Throw, Throw it like, like a, a grenade. grenade. <laughs> Throw it like a grenade. And then the second year, I was the best person on my basketball team because the moral of the story is the second year, the basketball team was really bad. <laughs> All right, so what do we want to see from Sophie this season and her relationship with Kate? Oh, wait, I can't talk about that yet. I'd like wait, her to I make it out okay that? in the end. That's what I want. I would love if the plot line they put her in, and I don't know anything about it or anything coming, wasn't slightly biphobic. Well, that's what our other discussion points are. How can the show avoid some of the less desired tropes that come out of former relationships? Um, such as love triangles and potential biphobia. Oh my gosh, I really hit that one early. Yes, you did. And okay. also... I was running out of points, so I asked, said, make a prediction as to what fate Sophie will meet on the show. Death, written off after season one, becomes a villain, marries Kate. I believe as the Tommy... That would be the most painful picture. (laughs) As the Tommy Merlin of this situation, what I really picture is she's going to have, I don't know, this other love interest, maybe like the Laurel of the show. I I hope. A lawyerly dude. They're not that important. Um, Just, you know, a man. Because as men do, as men do, um, and at one point, like Kate's gonna be off saving the city, maybe from like an explosion that Alice, the Malcolm Merlin of the show, has set off. Um, and um, what's her name? Sophie is gonna be trapped under like the rubble of like a building, trying to save people because she's good. And the man, the Laurel, the male Laurel, the Lauren, the Lorca, <laughs> the Laurel. <laughs> Is going to go there and be like, I'm going to save you. But then, like, somehow accidentally, Sophie's going to get stabbed in the chest with, like, pipes. Just crazy As idea. One As one does. Maybe the Malaurel will die instead. And the Malaurel will, like, mourn. Mourn Sophie. 
Does he get to become a character next season or are you just writing him off? And and Kate Kate will discover like that this has happened and be like, I saved the city but I lost my, my Tommy. My Sophie. My Sophie. And then in a couple seasons she'll be haunted by like the ghost of Sophie. And then like in a couple more seasons when they're exposing her for being Batwoman, this like face changing guy will appear and like take the face of Sophie. And be like, I'm the real Batwoman. So Sophie can get out of jail and be reunited with her fiancé. God, I hope we don't do that plot. <laughs> Knock off Felicity, but still a girl. You mean Maggie Sawyer? No, not Maggie! <laughs> Knock off Felicity! She's obviously an original character that had one line in the comics. Please understand oh, where we're at. <laughs> Sorry. No, I'm not going to make that joke. Anyway, anyway, she is the Oliver Queen of this show. Wait, Sophia's or Kate's? Kate's. Okay. Carver and Melissa just like turned her whole body halfway away from us in insult. I mean, yeah, <laughs> she, she has turned away from I us. I see her backside, her cardboard bottom. So flat. All right. Well, I feel I like my opinion on this matter has been influenced from just saying that she's the Tommy Merlin since day one. She's but at this point, I do kind of feel like she's going to die. Um, it just seems like the way that they would end things. We know the CW loves their love triangles and how much fun those have been on other shows. Yeah, so great. Really love them. Not particularly looking forward to that. Maybe they'll make this one not suck. Who knows? This is the CW, ma'am. Ma'am, ma'am, ma'am. This this is the CW. (laughs) We have a stock organs here. We We all know the best CW shows are as follows. Riverdale. Riverdale. By Greg Berlanti. I keep forgetting he's on Riverdale. <laughs> and it haunts me every time. Greg Berlanti is my favorite out of at least three people. Okay, wait. I was trying to think of other good CW shows that aren't Riverdale. Crazy Ex-Girlfriend was good. It was a yeah, musical. Like that yeah, one. exactly. Let me just open up the Google. <laughs> the CW shows. So many. So we have, oh, oh, man, I forgot about the 100. Oh, Yes. And Jane the Virgin. Okay, so our our best CW shows are as follows. Riverdale. The 100, but only like certain seasons. You know the ones. Arrow, but exclusively the Ray Palmer parts of season three. Only the scenes with him, not the ones with Felicity. Just, just. Just the cuts Just a super cut of Brandon Ralph. Nobody else. And then approximately <laughs> 10 minutes of the Batwoman pilot. Crazy Action Girlfriend is good. No, I haven't seen it, so I can't read yeah, it. Yeah, And also, it's do you really think I meant any of the good things I just said about Riverdale? I don't know. The way you Actually, talk about Riverdale sometimes. You know what? I've never felt more seen than that moment when... Oh, my God. Whatever Sprouse brother is on Riverdale was like, I'm not normal. Have you ever seen me not wear this hat? She does have that hat. And I have that hat, and I felt really seen. So and you've cosplayed at least two Riverdale characters on vacations. I've cosplayed more Riverdale characters than I've cosplayed characters of, like, Supergirl that I genuinely enjoy. It's an easy cosplay. Actually, no, I've, yeah. cosplayed, I've cosplayed Alex, but no one else. Yeah. Um, but you've... Co- you've- I definitely way more characters than I have from The Flash because we all know out of all CW shows. Andy's gonna kill you. <laughs> that at least it's not bad as season 6 through 27 of Supernatural. 
That's a valid point. Yeah, yeah. it has way too many. But anyways. But season six gave us really good jokes I'm not going to say. Is there anything else you want to discuss about Sophie before we move on to... Season four was the only good, like... That was like the end of Good Supernatural. Are you arguing that I should have watched beyond season four? Well, no, I only really like season six. I mean, aren't you going to argue the jokes for cuts of Courtney no, Ford? No, no, no. Courtney Ford told me not to watch her scenes. I mean, I did, did anyway. because I was curious. And then it was like, here she is dying in a bathtub after she's like had sex with the devil. Absolutely. Yes. Oh, you know what Courtney Ford, though, in Supernatural read? The Crime Bible. The Crime Bible. <laughs> The crim The crim one universe now. Please, if they don't include the crime Bible, what's the point? Crim Kim Kim Anyways, we're gonna talk about Jacob Kane. Commercial music. Like yeah, let's, let's go. <laughs> it's my favorite singer, Crim Bublet. <laughs> it was supposed to be Michael Bublé. Oh no, you know that scene? You know that scene in um high school musical? It's Mike Bubbly. No, you know the know. scene in high school musical in Stick to the Status Quo? Yes. When the one guy's like, and I make creme brulee. Yes, I do actually know that scene. Right? I can't believe I have to make creme brulee for the pilot now. This is the end. I don't even want to eat that. It seems like it's made of eggs and you know I can't eat eggs now. Oh yeah, that is made of eggs. See? It's pretty much just heavy cream sugar and egg yolks. Actually. I can't eat eggs. I watched this episode do of the Magic School Bus. Do not tell them the bus. story. Please do not tell them the story. Not in graphic detail. <laughs> and at one point, at one point, the like redhead kid. Arnold. Arnold. Because they, they're inside a chicken in this episode. And they're as like trying does. to discover how eggs are made. As one does. And Arnold, they're in like their traveling exosuits because they're not on the bus at the moment. Because mm-hmm. they're inside a yolk. And he's just like, why do we always end up in dark, sticky corridors? And I was like, wow, this is... And then a kid turns to me and he goes, Miss, is that the chicken's vagina? And now I can't eat eggs. That is actually exactly how that happened. And then I was like, anyways, now we're watching Octonauts. Okay. They saved the whale today. I'm, I'm happy for them. Truly. Let's talk about Jacob Kane! Bum bum bum! Because this is a double feature. You've All now right. moved into the back seat. You're holding hands with your girl, but we're still gonna talk because you need some soothing background noise for that good hand holding. Colonel Jacob Kane, father of Elizabeth and Kate Kane. I think his wife was named Gabby. He later marries a lady named Catherine, despite his child also being named Catherine. He was totally a lifelong soldier. He ascends to the rank of colonel, presumably after spending 22 years because he's a white man, so, you know, that's how they do things. He leads numerous special tactical operations around the globe as part of his special forces group. Uh, when his wife and his daughters were kidnapped, he read the, led the rescue operation himself, but his wife still got killed, and he thought his daughter Elizabeth got killed, so he was like, Kate is all I have left, and then had emotional problems, because that's what happens when your family gets killed. Um... Jacob is, like, important to Kate's operation as that woman because he serves as her, like, well, I guess in this version of the comics it's not with Luke really being around because he's, like, her one-man command, control, and communication center. So he's, like, you know, they're always radioing contact and he's, like, using his intelligence gathering skills to provide her with info and has all the access to the databases that's not really a real thing that the superhero shows make you think. 
Um, and in the show, Jacob is shown as the head of Gotham's premier security firm, The Crows. Bum, bum, bum. And that's kind of uh, shown as his relationship with his daughter and uh, how she feels about the security firm her father started and who he has recruited. Do you think she feels? Firm. Do you think she feels secure? I don't know. Not really. <laughs> Probably not. That wouldn't be a very interesting show. She He's like, man, Dad, I'm so glad you built this on a security agency. I feel really secure. I don't need to fight crime. I think my evil twin sister's just going to, like, maybe have a tea party, maybe read the crime Bible. I feel really yeah. safe. I'm going to go visit my friend um, Olive Garden over in Star City. I'm sure he's missing me. I mean, the first thing that happens on the show is her former girlfriend gets kidnapped, so I don't think she feels very secure, if I was going to guess. That's because she didn't go visit Olive Garden. I love it. Just to be clear, Olive Garden is not a paid sponsor of this podcast. Even yet. though we do spend a lot of time there. Yet. Where's my breadsticks? We'll fix that. We do actually spend an embarrassing amount me of time. Me and the Olive Garden, like, excuse Olive Garden. me. As, as an Italian, I'm embarrassed. I that. dropped your name on my podcast. And as we know, as a white person with a podcast, <laughs> I'm a unique creature. And I truly deserve bottomless breadsticks. And then they'll turn to me and they'll go, ma'am, this is an olive garden. garden. <laughs> the breadsticks are always bottomless. And she says, good, because I'm a top. Can I make my <laughs> own top jokes? Please this is why we burned that down that the church of the tops. God damn it, Lilith. <sighs> if only Eve just wasn't such a bottom. Let me go back to cardboard Melissa. She understands me. I was just thinking about how in Shakespeare there's a donkey named Bottom. <laughs> I don't know how we got here. Me googling famous oh, yeah. bottoms. Oh no, is that actually an article? Um, I don't know if it's what you think it is. 28 best bottoms in Hollywood. Oh, my God. oh no, the adoration of women's bum will never go out of style. I thought this was like taking it bottoms, not like you where you put it. You bottoms. knew where it was. You knew what it was. Oh, now it's just a. Oh, this is an article. List of women's bottoms. Yeah. Oh, oh, oh. Not too intimidating in just the right proportion for her body frame. This is. <laughs> A great conversation that spurred. Oh, she was, that was in blurred lines. Oh yeah, I love that music. Oh Shakira, video. you're right. You're right. Hips and bottoms don't lie. Blurred lines, consent. <laughs> that's exactly what I want out of a music. South video. African Victoria's Secret angel. Oh, there's a next. God, this is one of those next page articles. It's because it's not good. So how about that Jacob, Jacob, Jacob in the show? So what do we want to see from Jacob in the show? Uh, so I personally think he has that whole... <laughs> I can't he has that whole stoic... What the crap? <laughs> A little pale, but still looks good nevertheless. Oh my god. Don't look this up, listeners, whatever you do. Please. Um... He's got that whole, you know, stoic military dad thing going on where he's like, you know, I don't have a good connection to my daughter because of trauma and I pushed her away, but now I'm going to make up for lost time and be her communications person and yada, yada, yada. <laughs> yeah. But it definitely screams for attention. Oh my God. <laughs> what do you think, Mimi? I would like them, uh, I'd like 
Batwoman to avoid the trope of, like, oh, no, daddy issues, because he's not letting me do what I want to do, which I know is going to happen for a bit. But I'd like him to not be your token asshole dad on a CW show. Except for the dads in Riverdale. They're all kind of not good, but they're the hot dad group, so, you know. Yeah. Wait, oh, anyway. wait, 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 this is really important, because I've asked people this question before. Oh, Amy, yes. I need your answer. All of right. all the hot dads on DCTV, what dad is the hottest? Ooh. Lucius Malfoy? Lucius Malfoy is not on <laughs> yeah, DCTV. Yeah, obviously. Lucius Malfoy is always hottest dad. <laughs> so, originally this question was asked before Jefferson Pierce was an option, because we all know that's the right option. Yeah. But... Of options we realistically have, we have Quentin Lance. Quentin. We have Malcolm Merlin. We have Damian Dark. We have Raza Ghoul. We have Joe West. We have Barry's dead father. We have Stein. This is always. We have the evil Dean Kane from Supergirl. As one We can in theory count Martian Manhunter. He had children. I think that's all we got died. as far as um, hot dads go. I'm going to go with Damien because I also love him on suits. Did you say Joe West? You just you just chose Damien Dark? Yeah, I went there. Okay, so no, 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 but this is what I said. Okay, so I also chose Damien Dark. This is before Nora was even a thing. But I said this. No, this was when baby Nora was a thing. I said well, this. Yeah, but I mean, Courtney. Where Neil could hear me, the actor who plays Damien Dark. And he was <laughs> But I pronounced his name wrong. Oh, no. How did and you know? And so here's, here's technically we were, like, sorting them. We were in line to, like, meet him. And he hadn't come out yet. And I was like, you know, McDonut is pretty McDaddy. <laughs> and he comes out and he just corrects me on how to pronounce his name and ignores the fact that I just called him McDaddy. That's amazing. I feel like we might have told this story before. <laughs> if I've told this story, okay, okay. It's my first time here. So I'm fine sorry. But, like. It's a pretty classic story. It's of top ten dumbest things I've said to a celebrity. That's it. I'm really just I feel seen that me and Mimi both picked Damien Dark. <laughs> he's a sassy lawyer on suits too, and it's been great. He's pretty great. Because every time he's in, I'm just like, You're here. Everything's gonna go wrong, but I still wanna high five you for out for out sassing Harvey, because that's a challenge. I'm proud Actually, of everyone needs to be out sassed a little bit sometimes, right? especially Harvey. Yeah. Would you Thank you. I'll high five you. I'm almost yeah. done with this article. Distance. Why do Jessica's you. look so good? You're so right, article. <laughs> She's still looking at... Rihanna's only number six? 28 hot bottoms. <laughs> I, they, our readers want to know what's the number one hot bottom according to this article. Do they? Well, Do I they? just skipped to a new article and never told me who was number one. Oh no, it's a scam. <laughs> it legit didn't <laughs> tell me who was the number one bottom. It stopped at number four and then when you click next page it's a whole new article. Oh, no. Okay, hold on. Oh, wait, no, I can just edit this. I can can click six, and then I'll know who's the best bottom. She's editing the URL, friends. Good job. It's still, it's it's just the same page. Aww. Who's better than Kate Upton? Kate Upton was number four, readers. I mean, listeners. Kate Beckinsale? I don't know. I'm still listening to this, really. Who do we think is the best bottom in Hollywood? Not Kate Upton. Please let us know, dear listeners. Tweet me, at Clinny's. How is this relevant to that woman? It's not, at all. You know who's the best bottom in Hollywood? Kate Kane. Kate Kane. <laughs> Jacob Kane. 
Jacob Kane is not the best bottom in Hollywood. Maybe you should ask a step away. Renee Montoya, who burnt down the House of Tops, is right there. Step wife is not a thing. You just said step wife. <laughs> step, step wife. This is my wife, and this is my okay. step wife. We've reached the point where we're delirious wrapping up the couch. So it's nine thirty. In the evening. Past Jess's bedtime. It's past my bedtime. I have to wander back through the dark, dangerous streets of Gotham City. I mean, you could have just said Chicago. Same difference, really. <laughs> I don't know if I'll make it home. So we're going to end the podcast here. Well, you've made it home every time you've tried this so far. On that note, dear listeners, you can find me at Pliny's, where I would love for you to tell me the best Hollywood bottom you know. It's a very trendy spelling, P-L-Y-N-Y-S. I was like, that's how you spell it. I was like, no, it's not. P-L-I-N-Y. Can you just imagine a child coming into your room named Pliny's but with a Y? You mean when I'm naming my child? Pliny's. It's a Y in Pliny's. Yeah, I meant the I. I meant with the I. You know I meant the I. We've had this discussion about other children's names. Don't act like we haven't. We've had this Me, discussion. birthing out my second child. Ah, <laughs> Karen. <laughs> How are you? Okay, just tell the people they can find you. Out. I just said Pliny's 17 <laughs> times. If they don't know where to find me and tell me their top 36 Hollywood bottoms. Wait, I don't the even top know. bottoms? Oh, no, not the top <laughs> bottoms. I'm leaving. Goodbye, <laughs> listeners. <laughs> I need, to, I need to be gone. Okay, we need to be done now. Um, Mimi, what's your handle? Uh, Morgan Steen 17. Rachel! Canary at Law. You can find me there. Or you can find all of us at Batwoman Podcast. Follow us on Twitter or other things. Yeah. Goodbye! Goodbye!